Yes, sir. Yeah, somebody should have warned them, bro, the rulers back. back. All the love I gave to the game, I'm taking it back. back. See, they rapping for stats, and I'm rapping for stacks. Yep. So there's two different leagues, we on two different teams. Damn. Salute me when you see me, still a leader in charge. Welcome back to another episode of Oh, That's Random Podcast. I am your host, Nerdy G. And today, what I want to talk to you about is leadership. I know, different, right? But hear me out. And I'm going right into this one. This has been on my mind for a while. This has kind of been bugging me here lately. But let's talk about leadership. And I'm going to talk about leadership specifically in corporate America. And I'm going to kind of go, I'll probably bounce all over the place and around and around. But hey, it's my thoughts. It's my random thoughts. I'm just going to put them together here on this platform. So if you want to hear about leadership, uh keep listening if you don't i got some other episodes out there that are great more that are great let me just say it that way but i do hope that you stay and listen so anywho let me get right into it so leadership 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 in corporate america talk about it right and i think there's a couple of things that we have to look at when we think about leadership and what leadership is just in general, whether you're running the free world or whether you're running uh blow Joe's pizza parlor down the street, you know, there's a, there's a reason why people succeed and there's a reason why people fail. It's just that simple. And leadership has, a big part to do with it whether you're leading your family whether you're leading a team of people of individuals whatever it is there's there's something there um companies 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 and i think i'm gonna start here so when companies get you to buy into what they're selling Right, we're gonna take a specific. Let's just say they, they what they try to do is they try to get you to buy into their culture, right? Because nobody wants to work in a toxic environment whatsoever. You know, we want to be able to go to work. We want to be able to feel like work is a getaway from our home life, which may or may not be stressful. Or there may be some other things going on in life, financial wise, that you know, hey, when I come to work. You know, I don't have to think about those things and I can have a good time here. We spend 40 hours or more a week with people that we work with. Probably more time than we spend with our loved ones, our friends or whatever the case throughout the year. We spend more time with those folks that we work with and the companies that we work for or the companies that we, that we work at. And I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a minute. Because that's that's what it is. We work at companies. We don't work for the companies. We work at companies. And sometimes the companies that we work at sell us a, a bill of bullshit. Right? And let's just be, let's be honest. If I buy into the culture, I buy into work-life balance, I buy into... Oh, everybody's happy. Everybody's this, that, and the third. But then I start working there. And then I start noticing. It's like, oh, no, no, it's great. It's great. Hey, we'll give you the, 
we'll give you this, we'll give you a day off. Oh, don't worry about it, we'll do this. But hey, can you do X, Y, Z? Okay, cool. I ain't got no problem with it. You add a little bit to my role. Perfect. Okay, cool. I'll do I'll do I'll do that, not a problem. Then you go again. It's like, oh, okay, hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, I know. I know we changed. I know we I know we had you to do this, but also can you add this? So now, you know, they they got you in the door with the culture and how things is. Oh, we have these events. We 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 do we do these things. You know, we want to give you like a fresh fruit Friday or what's popping Wednesday or or we want to you know we want to grill out for you guys from time to time. We want to give you just snacks and we have we have a PlayStation Four over here, a whole game room. We got foosball, ice hockey, uh, uh, PlayStation Four. You know, we have gaming tournaments sometimes. We got a great team. Blah blah blah. And then you go and do it. You file for it. You're like, yeah, that's cool. So the first couple of months you're there, you're in training, you're seeing all this stuff going on, and everybody around you is smiling. But then you notice there's a couple of people who, who still, they smile, but then when they're at the desk, they're just kind of to themselves. You pay no, You pay no mind to it. Right. Well, like I say, you see all that good stuff, and then they start asking you to do a little bit more. Then they throw a little bit more on your plate. Then you're like, okay, cool. First couple times, that's fine. But then you start to notice little things. You know, hey, y'all keep on asking me to give. Can you give this? Can you give me that? Hey, we got we got this charity thing we want to do here. Hey, we got this we want to do here. Hey, you want to come and purchase this or do you want to come and join and pitch in on this? Okay, cool. Oh, I see. This is a way for y'all to keep a morale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Then you notice that nine months out of the year, you're giving to the company. Not only are you giving them your time and they're paying you for that time, but you're also giving some of that money back to them because you're participating in these events or these things that make you feel as if you are are being a part of something bigger a bigger picture your supervisor is telling you oh let me motivate you i know i'm giving you a little extra work but listen hey guys this is just a part of the job jobs are always going to change the roles are always going to evolve and that's what we want to do we want to evolve and we want to make sure that we take it to the next level i'm going to set the bar high because when when things do change i want to make sure that you guys are ready i want to make sure that you guys ahead of the curve they're gonna sell you that they're gonna sell you that and then you're gonna say okay cool i like this guy this guy's pretty cool or, or lady or woman however you want to yeah i like them they're cool and they get me then you you start to notice they're giving you more work and every time there's an event now they're asking you to pay for something this is not the culture that you sold me at the beginning. Then also too at the beginning, you told me that there would be growth, opportunity. Yeah, we're new. We're brand new. We're brand spanking freaking new. We're we're we're, we're brand spanking freaking new. Help me out here. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna get this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you can go to training. You can be a supervisor. You can do whatever. I mean. The growth, the possibilities are endless. Then you notice, wait a minute, what is the structure here? 
then you take a look around and you realize, hey, you guys don't even have team leads here. In my past job, there were team leads, and I don't see team leads here. All I see is advocates, supervisors, and managers. And I don't, I'm not even sure where the training department is. It's not even, even in this building. So you pull the wool over my eyes again. You promised me that there would be growth. Yeah, I didn't lie. Because there is growth, but just not in this building. There's growth all over the company. But the company stretches throughout the United States. Some overseas. So if you don't mind getting up and uprooting your family to a whole nother area code, state, country, then, yeah, you're right. There is growth. But if not, then you were expecting to move up right here in this building. Then, in a way, you, you sold me a bill of bullshit again. Maybe it's my fault for not asking questions. Maybe it's my fault for not, you know, taking a look. Yeah, you sold me on an idea. You sold me on an idea that when I come to work, I'm going to be fulfilled in the task that I'm tasked with. I'm going to go home feeling great about what I did today at work. And that may be true. That may be true. You might do feel good about what you did or the task that you took care of. But then when you come home and you kind of break it down and you realize, you know what? It seems like my job role is changing every other month. It seems like they're adding more to me. It seems like they're steady taking money out of my pockets or asking me to participate in something and give money or give back or donate to this or donate to that. Yeah, they do a little give back, but what is what is that give back? What what is that give back after I didn't gave you my time, my money, and what you told me was somewhat not the whole truth, but somewhat kind of misleading. And I know I say this is about leadership. I'm getting to I'm getting to the leadership, right? And then, you know, you have your, you have your, you have your, like I said, you have your supervisor there doing his best, his or her best to try to motivate you. Right. Then you jump into that supervisor role. And the supervisor role, now you're a leader, right? You're a leader. And then you get the, you get the pull the curtain, get the pull the curtain back and see how things really work. You see that your manager doesn't really care. He doesn't really live what the company expectations are. He says he does. He pulls them up, pulls them out when it's convenient for him or her. But then you realize, oh, that's a bunch of crock of bullshit. I can read through it. I can I, I can see through the bullshit. I know a bullshitter when I see one. Then you start to see the cracks for yourself. You start to see where now I don't really have to move up anymore because technically from this from this point of from this view, I can see all that I need to see. And I can see that there are people higher up who are talking. 
but they're talking just to make themselves to feel like they're doing something. They're not connected with the people on the ground. And they'll tell you, we don't have to be. That's what we have supervisors for. That's what we have managers for. Right? It's a it's a chain of command. Your supervisors report back to the managers. The managers report to the, the directors. The directors report on up. Hey, this is the feel of my people. This is what they're thinking or this is how they're feeling right now and this is this is what their this is what their needs are. Yeah. We don't really care about their needs because their needs are as a company, their needs all I need to do is do a little something to keep you happy because this is a business overall. And these people are pretty replaceable because when you live in an area where the unemployment rate is right around 2%, it does they don't matter. It don't matter. Like if you, if, if a frontline employee gets tired enough or gets fed up with all the bull crap, they can get up and just leave and go to another job because they could probably walk out the door and go right down the street and, and pick up pick up a brand new job just like that and start the next week. But that's not what that's but that's not what you want because that's not what you're built on. That's not what you set out to be. Your company is built on selling this idea. And when you go to that company's website, it's shoved in your face. Their culture, their values are shoved in your face. When you go to, to the interview process, their culture, their values are shoved in your face. When you get in the job, their culture, their values are shoved in your face. You get up and you get a promotion and you get promoted to a leader role. Their, their values, their culture still shoved in your face. So at this point... You're, you bought into an idea that their culture, their values, this is something that you want to be a part of. But if you're paying attention and you start seeing things for what they are and then you realize that their culture, their values is just that. It's just an idea that you bought into. And then you get to see those who don't care about those values or those or, or that culture? You have those people who hide behind those values. You have people who say, oh, no, I'm going to use them when it's beneficial for me. Right? Company, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to talk about two different companies. This is, this is company A. And so company A values, they do all this, they put it in your face, and to think that, Hey, I'm going to keep dumping shit on you. And to the point to where it's like, hey, you've been dumping all this stuff on me and I haven't gotten a pay increase. And then your boss is telling you, oh, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be okay. It's going to be cool. And then they do something that's deemed unethical. Last minute change. It's cool. It's going to screw a lot of people. Eh. But you don't. But you don't care. You know, you preach, make it right. This is this, this is their values. This is their culture. They tell you, make it right. If you see something wrong, speak up. Make it right. That's what we're here for. This is the culture that we lived in. Live in. This is a this is a, a space where you can be free to talk. 
So you go, okay, cool. But that's not the case. There's no increase. There's no making it right. Yeah, I screwed you out. I screwed you out of your bonus. So what? Yeah, next time. I know I put this verbiage in here to make it kind of seem that way. Yeah, but guess what? Now as that frontline employee, you're a little pissed. You're mad. Because the culture, the values have been shoved in your face from the time that you applied for this job. And from the time that you apply from this apply for this job, this is all that you knew. Their culture, their values. They're shoving it in your face. You're only going to take it so much. You, there is a breaking point. Everybody has a breaking point. No matter if you work, like I say, for the top company in the world. Or if you work for Joe Blow's corner, corner store. There's a point to where eh, you say, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. Kiss my ass. And like I say, when you live in an area where unemployment rate is about 2%, yeah, I'm not worried. I can, you know, I, I stayed here because I liked what I do. But if you're going to keep on putting this shit on me and you're going to, you're just going to keep asking, asking, and taking, and taking, taking, and taking from me, then you know what? Fuck you. You can have this job. I'll go find another one. I'll find a better one. Okay? I'll find a better one. Fuck it. Everybody has their breaking point. And it's up to leadership. Not just middle leadership, but upper leadership to never forget the pulse of the frontline employees because the frontline employees are the most important thing. While you sit there on your conference calls and try to make decisions and try to shoot from the hip and say, oh, no, they'll they'll love this. This would be great for them. Make sure that you talk to them before you start making decisions for them. Set up your focus groups. Dig deep. See what they need. See what will make their job easier. But also, don't just continue to take from them and then dump on them. Don't take and dump. Okay. That's, that's that's company A. Let's talk about company B. Company B does nothing. It is what it is. They're not trying to feed you a bill of goods. They're not trying to sell you an idea. They're not trying to do anything. They're just going to say, hey, you're breathing, you work here. Okay? That's just what it is. Leadership talks to you however the fuck they want to. Get your ass back over here. Do this. Right? Two different industries. Clearly. Right? But you're supposed to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest. You're recognized all over. But your leadership mismanaged all the way from the top to the bottom. How do you fix that? But understand, they sold you nothing. They're going to make changes. They're going to shit on you. And they're going to do things that you don't agree with. Now, is your anger. See how, you see how short and sweet that one was before, uh, prior to company A? Company A sold you a bill of bullshit. Sound good. It made you want to be there. This company, company B is just like. You know who he is. 
You working or not? <laughs> Company B is standing on his reputation. Company A is saying, no, this is what this is what sets us this is what sets us apart from every other company. Okay, cool. But when we get to company B, see, company A has all these smoking mirrors. Company B is going to give it to you straight. And when they give it to you straight, it's like either you adapt to what it is or you step. But that doesn't make it right. Because when you go up and you take a look at company B and company B, when you go up and you go, what the hell? Like you got to make, you got, you got to make some type of excuse for company B. You can't, you can, but that'll be you being kind of like naive, I guess. But company B is just sitting there and like, no, like I'm going to give it to you how it is. Like, yeah, we make changes. We don't have to tell you that we make changes, but when we do tell, when we do make these changes, just know, hey, it is what it is. So, yeah. But when company B is taking more, and when I say taking more, I'm talking about time, because time, time is what we have. How much we have that we don't know. But when company B is taking all. Of your time that you allow it to. Understand that company B is going to suck you dry of your life. Company A. Yeah, they're going to give you. They're going to they're going to give they're going to give you that work life balance. But company A is also going to dump is going to take and dump on you. It may be good in the beginning, but once the honeymoon is over, shit sinks in. With company B, there's no honeymoon phase. They're going to show you how it's going to be from day one. Company A, smoke mirrors. And then when you see what it is, it's like, well, at least, I guess then you're saying, well, at least I get off. At least I get off. Or at least I work a nine to five. But yeah, but then you go home in traffic. And then while you're going home in traffic, you're trying to forget what happened today because they've added more shit to you. Now you're feeling a little stressed. Now you're using more mental uh you're using more of your mental at work and that's making you tired right i always say i'd rather be physically tired than mentally tired mentally tired there's no goddamn true recipe for you to fix that there's no true recipe for you to fix that physically tired go get your ass epping salt hot bath soak get your ass up get in the bed take a nap you get up, you fucking refreshed. You're, you're freaking refreshed. Just that simple. But when it comes to mentally tired, mentally drained, yeah, you can go to sleep. But when you wake up, that shit's still going to be on your mind. And it's a slow process to draining you. If you let it stay on your mind, it's a slow process to draining you again. Right? Back to company B. Company B, they gotta make some changes. Like, yeah, we, you know what? We done with y'all. We done with y'all. We don't need y'all no more. I mean, you can look around if you want to. You can try to find some shit if you want to. You can do what you want, but eh, I'm not gonna really fuck with y'all like that. <laughs> and you kind of like, what? Wait a minute, what happened? 
right? I don't have to tell y'all what I'm doing. I'm going to make moves. Said I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the moves that I want to make. And either you get with it or you step off. I don't have time for smoking mirrors. Says company B. It's like a, if you ever seen um what is that shit? Um it's a movie. Um damn, it was a Rockefeller movie, but uh no Benny Siegel was in it and one of his lines was either you're gonna get down or you're gonna lay down. And that's basically company B in a nutshell. Get down or lay down. Or get down or get the hell on. Either you rocking with us or you can step. And I don't mind you stepping. Perfectly fine. Understand that my environment that you're going to be in is going to be fucking toxic. And it's fine. I've I've been in this toxic, toxic, toxic work environment for however many plus years. And I'm still here. So... As a leader, I'm going to prosper in this shit. Because if you talk shit to me, I'm going to talk shit back to you. Just that simple. And if you want to do something about it, we can go out back or we can go out to the parking lot. We can handle this and then we can get back to work. Either one one way or another, either your ass going to get down or you're going to get the hell on. And then that brings me to the whole point of leadership what are we expecting out of our leadership from corporate america not saying that all of them are bad out there not saying all of them are good but when we look at leadership let's be honest do our leaders have to have some type of deception about them do leaders have to know how to deflect from what's important? Do our leaders are supposed to do our leaders are or how I say this? Are our leaders supposed to be, you know, the best deflectors? I'm gonna say that again. Are they supposed to be the best deflectors? Are they supposed to not care once they get to a certain point in their career? Because you can be far removed. You can start, you could have started from the bottom, but once you're far removed from that, it's kind of hard for you to relate to those people on that level. So do our leaders need to always be in the mix with the front line to keep their finger on the pulse, to see what's going on, to be able to relate? You get a little money. Things change. You start acting a little different. I understand everybody can be, everybody can be head honcho, and that's fine. Everybody not is not is not meant to be head honcho, but a good head honcho would know how to keep his or her people in good spirits so that they can keep performing. Because there are plenty of worker bees, there are not worker bees, but I'm a, well worker bees supporters right there are people there are plenty of good supporting actresses supporting 
supporting roles. Right. If you look, you you look at it across athletics, you look at it across entertainment, you look at it, period. There's always a good supporting cast. Whether you may be the face or the leader, it's not you by yourself. You have a good supporting cast. You have a good support system around you. So, yeah, we get it. But for our leaders, our leaders, leaders, E-D-R-S, E-A-D-R-S, whatever. Yeah, E-A-D. Yeah, E-A-D-E-R-S. <laughs> but that's something that we have to, that's something that we have to do. That's something that, uh, that's something that we, that's something that we have to hold them accountable for. We got to hold our higher ups accountable for them getting too high up and forgetting what is, what is like to start out or not even forgetting what it, what it is like to start out, but understand that, Hey, you catch more bees with honey than you do vinegar. Cause once you up there, you up there and it's okay. I'm up here with these people. Oh, there's a title. Now they have a title. I got to act a certain way. You don't. You don't have to act a certain way. You can still be you. You can still be you. And yeah, everybody's reserved. Oh, this person's coming over here. I don't give a fuck. Just because he has vice president in front of his name, I'm supposed to bitch up and nut up and and and, and feel some kind of way. I don't. I don't have to. That is motherfucking Jim. That is still Jim. When Jim goes home, his wife and kids don't give a shit about him being a vice president. All they care about is my daddy's providing for me. That's great. That's good enough. But guess what? That vice president Jim still takes out the fucking garbage. Vice president Jim still has to go to the fucking recital. Vice president Jim still has to do freaking homework. It doesn't matter what your title is. But the leaders need to know that. It doesn't matter what your title is. You are still a human being. And I shouldn't have to kiss your ass because you have a title. Hell, if I wanted a title, I can walk around here and call myself Prince Nerdy fucking G. That could be my title. But that doesn't mean that when you see me that you should act differently. That doesn't mean when you see me that I should act like I'm royalty. No, I'm going to treat you just like I would treat anybody else off the street. I'm going to, I'll speak to you. I'll shake your hand. I don't mind striking up a conversation with you if I see you. If you're friendly, I'm going to be friendly back. Our leaders get up too high and then they forget and they just pushing shit down. When they tell you shit rolls downhill, right. And sometimes the shit that, that rolls downhill, they're not aware of. And you you run into issues where you have those people saying, well, if I ran the company, or if I ran the company, well, why are they doing this? And it's like, those are the people who can see the bullshit. And those are people who 
I guess what you would call say, well, um, because the way that that person act, that person doesn't know how to keep their doesn't know how to keep their mouth closed, or they don't know when to say when, or they always picking the wrong moment to say something. When, when is there? It, it, truly, ask yourself: Is there a wrong or right moment? Is there? We 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 try to control how things should be and how they should go and how they should work. I mean, hell, you can even say that about what I'm talking about right now. But in reality, it's just part of it's part of this thing that we call life. All I'm saying is leaders up top, we got to hold them accountable. We got to we, we can't we can't nut up just because they have a title. They're no different from you and me. Whatsoever. They're no different from us. So. Um, what I'm going to say is because I'm not going to I'm not going to let this run too long. But what I am going to say. Um, honestly. Is the best thing that we can offer as people. But how others receive it is not of our concern. They just might still got a little growing to do. So with that being said, just remember, everything is as simple as it seems. I'm Nerdy G. And until next time, this has been Oh, That's Random Podcast. And I'm out. Somebody should have warned them, bro, the rulers back. back. All the love I gave to the game, I'm taking it back. back. See, they rapping for stacks, and I'm rapping for stacks. Yep. So there's two different leagues, we on two different teams. Team. Salute me when you see me, still a leader in charge.